Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No! Can't remember my roommate's name. But we couldn't get into the our, our room. And two exotic dancers came down the hallway and said, here you go. Let us give you a hand with that. How about that? I was 16. It was like, whoa. Andy at Edmonton has checked in, by the way. She says, hmm, flashback. I did find glitter around an ex's house all the way into the bedroom. Now you know. No charge. This is the Rod Peterson Show. I always wonder why they aired that intro. I think they like it, I guess. Not our... Shiningest moment. Welcome, everybody, inside. Welcome to our house. Hour two of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show coming at you live on Game Plus TV and WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk. Metro Atlanta and, of course, YouTube Live are streaming there. Let's bring in uh, the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont, and just keep the fun rolling. I will tell you that coming up this hour, we've got Zig Fricasi from Sirius XM NFL Radio in New York. Things to get to with Zig. Baker Mayfield's a free agent after asking to be placed on waivers by the Carolina Panthers. Where does he go? What will the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. do to the Dallas Cowboys? Because it looks like he's going there. They're already the second highest rated team in the NFL based on USA Today's power rankings that came out today, Moose. Number two overall. And uh, I will just say this. There's one thing that everybody seems to have an opinion on. And that's NHL jerseys. So our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center in our retro reverse jersey bracket for the National Hockey League today, it's the Vancouver Canucks against the Seattle Kraken. And I want to take more time than I have to examine this and vote right. I'm just like you. I care. And I know the listeners in Georgia can't see it, but the rest of the viewers can. Obviously, I guess the podcast Listeners can't either, but that's obviously Vancouver on the left. It's old school, and I'm going to say something about that in a minute. And on the right, I'm kind of digging the old Seattle. When I say old, that's like those old Seattle Metropolitan jerseys from the 1910s. The, that's who I thought this team would be named after is the Metropolitans. I was very upset about the Kraken, but it's grown on me. So anyways, I, I think I'm going to vote for Seattle for two reasons. One, uh, Moose, it's fresh. I can't even, I don't even, who's winning the poll, Moose? Or uh, Clark, who's winning the poll? Can you tell me? Canucks are winning. Okay, 67%. That's That's not a slim margin. Now, here's the thing. I don't know what it is, but there's something about that Vancouver Canucks retro that's triggering me. It's a memory from the past, and I don't know what it is, but it's upsetting me. It's got nothing to do with the Vancouver Canucks. It's not their fault. Maybe it's the little man on the chest. I'm not sure, but it's triggering. But that's an old school jersey. I guess if you're going to go retro, it would be old school, right? Versus the Seattle. I, I like that aqua mint color, and I like kind of what Seattle's got going on. So I'm voting for Seattle. But obviously, you and the majority of our viewers like the taste. Is it what you would say tasteful, just sort of basic third yeah. of Vancouver? Uh, we like it, I think, and I speak, I say we, I like it because it's different. 
You know, it, it's familiar from the, you know, going back into your history, but it's something we haven't seen in a while. It's not like it appears all the time as a third jersey or a different option. It is, it is from out of left field, kind of, which is what you want, I think, in, in this situation. So I look at Florida's being really different and out there. I look at Vancouver's being different and out there. So you look at some things like that as, as being some front runners in this whole bracket. So I think Vancouver wins today. You mentioned Florida, and uh, I'm going to get to that in a second. Panthers on the road tonight in one of two NHL games of the night. But there's breaking news. What's great about this show is it is live daytime sports talk. couple of things from Canadian sports front. Uh, Curling's biggest national championship. We'll get a warm Saskatchewan welcome when the 2024 Briar presented by AGI is staged in Regina. The 2024 Briar will take place March 4, uh, 1st to the 10th at the Brand Center. It was announced today by Curling Canada. And from the Canadian Football League, one of the BC Lions' all-time greatest players and individuals is hanging up the cleats. Receiver Brian Burnham announced his retirement this morning after a remarkable eight-year career with a franchise that brought plenty of highlight real plays and clutch moments that Lions fans will cherish forever. He's a four-time CFL All-Star, five-time West Division All-Star, and 2019 team uh, team finalist for CFL MVP. It's unfortunate that he has not won a great cup, but that's not his fault. You know, he might be the Dan Marino or Marcel Dion of the CFL, just a tremendous career, or the Kevin Glenn going to the Hall of Fame maybe, but did not win a championship. So that's the breaking news there. And then here's what's happening tonight in sports. We used hour one to go over a, a wild night last night. Raptors won. Hawks lost, some very exciting NHL games. Oilers lost to the Capitals. Flames beat the Coyotes. Nazem Kadri had three points. Let's look ahead to tonight. Nine games in the National Hockey League, including Columbus at Pittsburgh, Chicago at the New Jersey Devils. By the way, Tom Fitzgerald, uh, yeah, Tom Fitzgerald, the general manager of the Devils, was on NHL Network. Well, they replayed it this morning. The interview was done last night. He said even he's surprised at how good the Devils are. He's surprised. I thought it was funny. E.J. Raddick <laughs> interviewed him, and he goes, come on, Tom. Are you surprised at the play of your Devils this year? He's like, of course I am. So at least he admitted it. The L.A. Kings are at Ottawa. The Detroit Red Wings are at Tampa Bay. St. Louis visits the New York Islanders. Yeah, it was the Blues that lost at the Rangers last night. For whatever reason, I was thinking it was Ottawa. But Ottawa beat the Rangers. Toronto at Dallas, Carolina at Anaheim, Montreal at Seattle, and Florida at Winnipeg. And I'll just shove this in right now for the junior fans. Western League tonight, Brandon's at Saskatoon, so get on out to whatever they're calling it now. Sastel Center, right? Medicine Hat at Edmonton, Swift Current at Lethbridge, Prince George at Everett, Seattle at Spokane, and Kamloops at Victoria. But walking it back, I allowed you to talk about your Leafs last night or sorry, last hour, going into Dallas tonight. And listen, I get it. I get it. These are two very big markets, two very good teams. But do you really think it's got the chutzpah of Paul Maurice's return to Canada Life Center with the Florida Panthers against the Winnipeg Jets? We just, you know, we got a little bit into this yesterday with Darren Bombing from Bonfire Sports, but I just wonder what Pomo's thinking going in there, man. I'll give you my take in a second. As a guy who's now covering the Florida Panthers, uh, season two doing that. What's your read? What do you think the atmosphere will be like tonight in Winnipeg for Pomo's return? Yeah, 
I'm not sure. <clears throat> I mean, I, I think it'll be a little hostile, the words Paul Maurice and the Florida Panthers. I kind of do. I mean, the, the Jets are better off. And at least that's what the fans will say, too. It's like, hey, look at we're a better team now than we were last year. We're a better team than we were, you know, in our last memories of Paul Maurice. Now, he took us to the playoffs and we had some success there. But, you know, I think they're, they're there. I don't know if he's going to get a tribute tonight. Any kind of a tribute? They say he is. Kind of an ov- they say he is. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. He'll get a tribute. I wonder what kind of ovation he'll get. I'm sure he'll get a, a nice, respectful ovation. But he wants to go in there and win, too. So in terms of the matchup, the game itself, I do think that's probably the game of the night um, and probably the biggest storyline. But the streaks are the big storyline in Toronto-Dallas uh, along with that game. Marner, Mitch Marner has points at 19 straight which has broken a Leafs record, right? Daryl Sittler and yep. Eddie Olchek had the old record. And for the Stars, Jason Robertson's got points in 18 straight. And it's just, again, back to, that's one thing about the NHL. It's not old. It's not drab. We've just got new things happening all the time. Uh, first, tonight in Dallas. I think that's really cool. But it does not compare, in my mind, to what's going on in Winnipeg. And John Ohm... Um, writes in and says, Pomo versus Bones. Go Jets! He's fired up already. John Ohm and the 16,000 people that will go to Canada Life Center tonight, they're fired up. Like, this is the one thing, dude. When you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the floor and you're excited about the game that night, you can't, that's a feeling you can't buy. And not every league has that. You have that in certain CFL games, obviously NFL games, but it's, it was going away. I'm not sure if the NHL necessarily ever lost that. And now the other thing is, while John Ohm is saying it's Rick Bonas versus Paul Maurice, I don't know either one of those guys personally, but I've been around them both. They would not be comfortable in any regard with anybody saying this game's about the coaches. And I don't think, Darren, they would understand why people like us and people like John Ohm and the fans would make it about them. I honestly don't think they know that. Agree or disagree? I no, I agree. You know, they just think it's all about the team and the players and, and all of that. And, and they're just worried about the game. And they don't want to be a storyline of the game. And they don't understand yeah. it. And they think it's dumb. But it is what it is. And it's a storyline. And it will be tonight. Uh, the other thing on that, just, you know, what's Winnipeg? Our third highest city for viewership. So we got to spend a minute talking about the Jets, and um, I really thought Darren Bombing did a great job yesterday from NHL.com, Winnipeg Jets writer, talking about what's going on with that team. Not out of the woods. They are not out of the woods. They're a long ways from clinching a playoff spot. And as he said, it's only been 20-some-odd games under Rick Bonus. Like, there's something to be said about the dead cat bounce if it just it looks like replacing Paul Maurice is all the Jets needed, and I just have a very tough time believing, with as good a coach as he is, that it's that simple, you know. And I just think it took a lot of stones for him. I heard that there's a little more behind the scenes with Paul Maurice stepping down on December 16th last year. We're coming up on a year of him stepping down with the Winnipeg Jets. But if you've noticed, nobody's really investigated that. There's been no nothing written or reported other than that. What he said, this team needs a new voice. I've been here a long time. 
And I think there's a lot to be said for that too. Um, there's a shelf life. We've talked about this. I'm not going to go into some, it's 111 Eastern, by the way. Maybe I will go into some long monologue soliloquy here right now about how relationships sour. Listen, I mentioned last hour, Rand Teed is getting a lot of free advertising today. Rand, you're welcome. <laughs> this, is, this is my counselor. He's also a peer and a colleague and a co-host. And here, here's a quote for you. Life is like a book. Some chapters are sad, some happy, and some exciting. But if you never turn the page, you will never know what the next chapter holds. That's from Rand's Instagram. Yeah, you can go follow him at Rand Teed. It's like Randy without the Y. Rand Teed. Life's like a book. Some chapters sad, some happy, some exciting, but you'll never know until you turn the page. And I think it's admirable of Paul Maurice stepping down if that's the way it went. And I have no reason, I guess. I mean, we, are, we hear rumors about everything, right, in sports. Um, maybe it was just as simple. Do you, do you believe, because you're right there in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, that it was as simple as Paul Maurice leaving that the Jets are one of the most exciting teams in the NHL right now? It's not that simple. It's, it's an entire culture shift, too. You know, Paul Maurice set his culture and his buttons he was pressing, and they were working. But all of a sudden, and he mentioned it, that those button, the presses of the button weren't having the same effect. So the culture started getting, getting fragmented. You know, you get people going in their own direction, doing different things in the locker room. And that same leader can't always get it back. So you got Rick Bonus comes in, sets a new culture, but it's also on the players. Because they've taken ownership of that locker room, I believe. They've taken ownership of that group and brought everybody back into a new pillar. And it works. So I think it's more than just one guy. You need everybody buying in. You know, your leader can say things, but unless everybody buys in and takes accountability and action, you're not going to get anywhere. So I think that's the case here. Everybody's pulling on the same rope. For now. Allie. For now. In tech, Allie in Texarkana writes in Big Stars fan. She says, they're saying that in Dallas, I don't agree. Bones was a good coach. Well, come on. They're saying that, look what Dallas is doing now with Peter DeBoer and not Rick Bonus. That, that, that can't compute then. Either Rick Bonus is great or he's not great. And he took him to the, I don't know the story in Dallas why Rick Bonus is gone. It's too far away from me geographically. I don't know. My dad... Obviously, isn't working for the team anymore. Something there. Again, back to relationships souring. I keep going over and over in my mind. We all get that, what do they say? House guests are like fish. After a few days, they start to stink. Like, I get that relationships sour, but my mind keeps going over and over Cody Fajardo with the riders. And maybe he manifested it, and I don't know. This is the one thing, just to dip back into the CFL pool for a second with our very popular interview with Cody Fajardo, he told me when we were having talks, when he first got to Sask, people need to understand, he was the toast of the town, the toast of the town. He was winning, and what did he do? Go into this season with an all-time record of 25-10 and 10 as a starter, back-to-back West Finals, division MVP. He was all that. And I said that to him. I said, enjoy it. Because you've earned it at the time. And he goes, yeah, but I know that when things start to go bad, they'll turn on me. Man, did he cue that up? 
right? Oh, he might have he over. might have manifested that because I don't expect things to ever go bad, but they did. And just fast, that's my point on this, is for Palmo, Paul Maurice, it took nine years. For Fajardo, it was as fast down as it was up. I'm a whoop. Hope you, like the Cody Fajardo years, the coffee table book is a pamphlet with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, Ali says, by the way, you explained it perfectly there about Bono. David, that's all his name, David, writes in and says, wow, BC Lions Brian Burnham retires from pro career after eight years. Thank you, David. We covered it extensively last hour. We, just, we read from the news release, talked about the career of Brian Burnham. Hit rewind if you're watching on YouTube and you'll see it there or on your PVR. Hmm. David goes on to say, oh, we're over time. That's a God shot right there, I think. David says, no one wants <laughs> to join the coaching staff ranks of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Many turndowns. You can throw that one up on the screen if you want, Clark. I'm not touching it. We have already touched it today. Other than to say what goes around comes around, and I think it's coming around for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. But there are those that still don't believe it. Moose, I'll see you a little later on the show, I think. Sure. Who we got next? Is it Zig or Brian? Awesome. Ziggy Fracassi. NFL Radio joins us next. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and your southern home of sports and talk, Metro Atlanta, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. RP Show continues. Lots going on today. We have lined up NFL Radio Zig Fricasse. You got questions or comments for him, text us 902-518-3033. Couple of votes have come in. This is classic canceling each other out regarding our daily poll NHL jersey bracket for the best retro reverse jerseys. Today it's Seattle up against Vancouver, those Pacific Northwest region uh, rivals. Uh, Wilf in Steinbach, Manitoba, watching on Game Plus TV, writes in and he says, Vancouver retro logo is a minor league look. And he, oh, hang on. And Ron in Calgary says, I'm voting for Seattle. So I guess that's two votes for the Seattle Kraken. So how about that? You got 24 hours to vote on it. In the breaking news today, Brian Burnham retiring after eight seasons with the BC Lions, five of them a division all-star. Uh, the 2024 Briar is going to Regina Saskatchewan's brand center. That was announced today by Curling Canada. And in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans fired their general manager this morning, John Robinson. Uh, let's bring in Ziggy to talk about a lot to get to. And I love this, Ziggy, because we got a lot of time today. How you doing, Hi, brother? Rod. You got Bruins garb? You got Bruins garb on yeah. today? What are, you, what are you rocking? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> even, after their, 
even after their loss last night to Vegas, even though they fought back from the 3-0 deficit, it was a special game. Hey, Cassidy returning to Boston. You know, you got to give Vegas props. Last game of a road trip, they're playing without their best player in Eichel and their best defender in Petrangelo. Emotional night, so Vegas earned it. But uh, Boston gets them again on Sunday, so that ought to be interesting. Well, I sense that those Vegas players must really love Bruce Cassidy. For all those reasons you just said, they went out and put it to the wall and beat the Boston Bruins and snapped their NHL record home winning streak to start the season at 14 games. Can you examine that for me, Zig? How do you feel about Jim Montgomery taking over for Bruce Cassidy? Was it deserved? It's looking like not a bad move now. No, it isn't. Um, I honestly looked at it, Rod, as, and again, Bruce Cassidy is a tremendous coach, and I think he's going to do wonders for Vegas. But I think it was clear from people I had talked to, and you'd heard even some of the intimations throughout last year that maybe, you know, I, I think you were talking about this on one of your earlier segments about the message, like with Paul Maurice getting lost. And I think it started to get lost. We all love Cassidy's brutal honesty, Rod, in the media. But then you got to deal with the players. You know, Carlo, I think, chafed against it. We know DeBrusque chafed against it. There were probably some other guys that did as well. So um, even Don Sweeney says, your message is very good, but it's the way that it needs to be delivered. Now you get a guy like Jim Montgomery, who I think is actually kind of in awe of some of these guys. But the, the key for me as to why they've done so well is, one, they activated the defense, so they're more into the play than they were under Cassidy. You've got Felino being totally healthy, and he's been an asset because people wanted to buy him out last year because he wasn't very good. Allmark has turned into arguably the best goalie in the league now, familiar a year with the system and with goalie Bob, Bob Asenza, the goalie coach. So a lot of things have worked, and I just think Montgomery maybe plays a little more to the strengths. and. Well, obviously, Krejci being back helps. Bergeron being back helps because we all thought maybe he was going to retire this past year. So I think it's just blended well. And now now does Krejci come back if Cassidy's still the coach? I don't think so. So I think it was a move that needed to be made. And right now, Rod has produced some pretty good results so far. Uh, for Boston, and then Vegas is loving Bruce Cassidy, too. So, I mean, I don't get it. Yeah. They always say coaches hired to be fired, but maybe it is a short-term thing. But I want to say this for our younger viewers. Zig, you and I are around the same age. For the younger ones, they don't even remember a time that the Boston Bruins weren't great. Like, they've always been in the conversation for the last 20 years. But let's just remember the 90s when Ray Bork's like, I want out. I want yeah. out. It was so bad. And you probably blocked that from your memory. Young people wouldn't even know that that ever could be possible, but it was. Oh, absolutely it was. Uh, you know, what was it? When they bottom, they finally bottomed out, uh, and they wound up getting the first overall pick for the first time in decades, and they used that on Joe Thornton. And then that same draft, they took Sergey Sampson off, and they started to rebuild a little bit under Pat Burns, but then it kind of bottomed out after that. That's where, and you astutely brought that up, Rod, that Ray Bork wanted out, hence the deal to Colorado for Brian Rolston, and I think a bag of cookies or something to that effect. And then, uh, of course, Ray, the following year, uh, wins the Stanley Cup in his final, final game with the Avs, which I thought was great. Well, this won't surprise you, but an evening with Ray Bork literally changed my life. Uh, it was We spent time together like you and I spent time together, man. 
And I asked Ray his secrets to success, and he just spilled his guts. I was like, you, you writing them all down? Like, what a great, <laughs> what a great guy, you know, like yourself. And oh. uh, he really, he really helped me out. And I love Ray Bork, man. I think he's well. And how about this, Rod? Just to finish up on Cassidy for a second, I was reading. In, I think it was in the Boston Globe that Cassidy took he and his assistants to Tresca which is Ray Bork's restaurant up in Boston while they visited up there. So they must have had a very nice visit. And, and then obviously seeing Bork with Zidane Chara and the Bruins alumni game. Can you imagine if those two could have been paired at the same time? <laughs> they wouldn't have been crappy in the 90s, that's for sure. Um, no. and, and thankfully, Ray got his Stanley Cup. But so I know we got a lot of Boston Bruin fan uh, fans. There's a ton across Canada, a lot in the States. And uh, so I don't mind ha- spending a minute on the Boston Bruins. Okay, I will get to the questions from the viewers in a moment. And I did ask for them from the audience. But I, I guess I'll start with Baker Mayfield asking for his release in Carolina. I'm a Baker fan. Yeah. I'm a huge Baker fan. I'm sad that it's gone this way. Um, where do you think he ends up? It's a great question. I had openly speculated maybe the 49ers and simply because Jimmy G went down with the broken foot Sunday. As we know, Trey Lance is already done for the season with his injury. Brock Purdy, Rod, I watched enough of him at Iowa State to say this guy's a hell of a college quarterback, and he did very well under the circumstances Sunday against Miami, but I think a lot of that, it's like the old baseball analogy. When you see a pitcher for the first time, probably the first time or two around the lineup, that pitcher's going to have the advantage over the hitter because they haven't seen him. But then when there's going to be a body of uh, tape coming out, which there will be on Brock Purdy, then I think they'll figure that out. But ultimately, um, I see maybe the 49ers. Now there's speculation that he could wind up with the L.A. Rams because they're really in a jackpot. You know, Stafford's now been put on IR. Uh, John Wolford's nothing but a, a backup at this point. Uh, they tried the kid out of Virginia Perkins. Unfortunately, he didn't look all that great. So uh, he could wind up on the West Coast for the former number one overall pick of the draft. Yeah, man, I could go on for hours with you. You probably feel glad that you have hours on NFL radio because there's a lot to get to. Uh, what else? How about Odell the Tennessee Beckham GM? Jr. Okay, start there. They fired John Robinson today. That seemed to be a surprise to me. You? Uh, I guess, but to me, Rod, isn't the timing a little bizarre after A.J. Brown, the former Titans receiver, scorched them on Sunday as the Eagles remain dominant, proving to 11-1? and It's just curious how that all comes out. And I I know from people I've talked to, I I have a feeling, you know, when that trade went down, I, I don't think Vrabel was all that hot about that. Because I, I think he wanted to keep, in fact, he even said that we were going to keep A.J. Brown as essentially as long as I'm the coach here. And then obviously went out and traded him. And they thought that they drafted a A.J. Brown clone in Traylon Burks, who actually scored his first touchdown last week. I think it was recovering a fumble of all things from Derrick Henry. And he hasn't produced the way that he should. So just the bizarre timing of it, because they're still on top in the AFC South, Rod. So. Uh, you wonder if there's some dynamics going on with Vrabel. Uh, you wonder if there's an issue with ownership and everything like that because they're still comfortably leading their division and, and they're still considered a solid playoff team. But also note, too, the last couple of weeks, Derrick Henry's not run the ball very well. And they become a one-trick pony 
if they can't establish the run because Tannehill's okay, Rod, but he's one of those guys you're not going to rally from 28 to three down to win a ball game. So maybe there are some more things that I'm sure we'll learn about as time goes on as to why the Titans dismissed John Robinson. Today's USA Today power rankings, of which I uh, put all, some stock in. I like reading the USA Today. They got the Dallas Cowboys at 8-3, and three, the number two team in the National Football League. And that's without Odell. You believe he's going there? What do you think, Zach? Right, you're shorting him a win. They're 9-3. Come on. 9-3, and three, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he had a good visit, I guess, with Jerry yesterday. In fact, he was courtside with Parsons and a couple of other guys at the Mavericks game last night. I guess some reporter asked him what he thought of negotiations and says, well, uh, there's a good opportunity or whatever. So what it's going to blend down to, Rod, is obviously, you know, is he going to get a multi-year deal? I don't know at that point. I don't think the Cowboys are looking that far ahead uh, if they did want to bring him in, because let's not forget, in a year or two, you're going to have to pay Parsons. You're going to have to pay Diggs. You're going to have to pay some of these young bucks that they really like. So I think they've got an eye on the future. Personally, I've never been a big fan of his, even though he's had that acrobatic catches and everything like that. Too much of a diva for my taste. Uh, I think they've got an. I think they've got enough to be honest with you. And if James Washington actually does come into the mix. He's not OBJ, but he's solid and he's low maintenance. So we'll see where this goes. Now, realistically, I think Dallas could be the favorite. Although Buffalo, I think, has a chance to get him. Does he want to play in cold weather, for example? That's going to be the telltale sign. I don't see him going back to the Giants simply because right now, I think they're on the fade a little bit here. So to me, it'll be either probably the Cowboys or the Bills. Thank you, sir. And I just got to ask you about Monday Night Football. I hope Tom Brady plays forever. I just love him. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking on that last drive last night on Monday Night Football? To change the game to the Canucks and the Canadians? Because I knew that, <laughs> I knew that Tom was going in. I mean, they were dead and buried, Rod, for about 55 minutes yesterday. But when you get him in the final two to four minutes, it's like assurance. And remember, they had the touchdown called back on a holding call. So there was yeah, that temporary. Had to do it again. <laughs> yeah, had to do it again. Exactly. But there's just something magical about him. There's an aura. And he's keeping that, to me, average team in first place in a pretty bad division. And I think that's just simply on Brady. It was interesting, Rod. I was watching a little bit of their pregame show on ESPN, and Steve Young was doing a, a piece on some of the quarterbacks, like himself, Troy Aikman, and all that, that maybe that retired and everything like that. And he said, Man, I'm watching pregame. Steve Young, this is, said, I'm watching pregame, and Tom Brady's throwing a 30 yard out like he's 25 years old. So to me, that says mm -hmm. he still has the gumption to play the game and to really be successful at it. Now, you know, again, with the family situation and all that, does he still, does he want to be more of a family man now? Does he want to get into the Fox broadcasting? Ultimately, it's going to depend, you know, on what he wants to do. But I think in the final analysis, 
Tom Brady could probably still play as long as he wants. Will it be in Tampa remains to be seen because there's, like I said, I still think they're a middling team in a pretty bad division. Fun to watch, uh, both on the field uh, and off, aside from the marital stuff. Ziggy, see you on the radio, brother. Thanks for the time. Rod, anytime, my friend. Thank you. We're going to Dallas next, and we're going to preview the Dallas Stars and the Toronto Maple Leafs. The game of the night in the NHL in America. Because, of course, in Canada, it's the Jets and the Panthers at Canada Life Center. We'll be right back. We're on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. It's been a big news day just ahead of Brian Ray, host of Dallas Stars Television. Uh, Curling Canada announcing the 2024 Tim Hortons Briar is going to be played at the Brand Center in Regina. That is a year from this upcoming March. BC Lions All-Star receiver, five-time All-Star Brian Burnham, product of Tulsa, announcing his retirement today. So that's a couple of the items. But we're going to Dallas where a case could be made. The NHL's game of the night will be played in Dallas. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Dallas Stars. History will be made before they even hit the ice. We got Brian Ray, right? Bally Sports. There he goes. Dallas Stars play-by-play uh, -play there, host of the broadcast. Hey, da Brian, I don't know if you heard. We got a note here from Derek Hulak. I think you know him. Regular viewer of the show. He says, Brian's a great guy. He was the play-by-play -play guy in Texas when I played there. Tell him I say hi and glad to see you doing so well. The great Hooley. Remember Derek Hulak? What do you got to say about him, Brian? When, uh, when I heard that name during the break, I, I said blast from the past, Derek Hulak. I believe the, the pride of the, uh, uh, the Blades junior team, I think, up there. So if, if you're a hockey player and you wonder how far you can push your career, look up Derek Hulak because I believe it was junior Canadian college, ECHL, AHL, had a couple of NHL preseason games, never got all the way up to the NHL, but that is a long professional hockey career by a very good person. Hooley was absolutely one of my favorites when uh, we were together in the American League. So I'm glad he's uh, paying attention to the show, and uh, it's good to hear from him. Hooley, what's up, bud? Yeah, we had him in Regina, too. He's a fantastic hockey player and a tremendous story there of strength from Hooley. So, Brian, as mentioned, NHL history made tonight. Two, two teams with players on 18 or game longer streaks have never met before until tonight. Jason Robertson and Mitch Marner. Is that the focus going into the game, or is there something bigger than that that we're missing? If you ask the media, of course that's the focus going into the game, and the contingency of media surrounding Jason Robertson's locker after morning skate today will tell you that's the focus going into the game. If you ask Jason Robertson, because the longer this streak has gone, the more these questions have come up, say, in a post-game interview, his focus is entirely on winning the hockey game. And there's been some games where they've lost after regulation or, or, or regulation loss, but he picked up a point. And he'd be asked about the streak, and he would just say, look, it's another point in another game, but we lost. You know, we, we left a point on the table, or we left two points on the table. So he's been remarkably laid back. And, and not really 
caught up in any of this. And I'm going to extend my answer here because Peter DeBoer had an interesting anecdote today. He said he was talking to Jason Robertson about the point streak and just asked him, you know, do you know the record for the longest point streak in NHL history? And, and Jason Robertson is a hockey nerd. And he, he was right there on the spot with, you know, Gretzky's 51 or 52 games. So for Jason Robertson, he kind of views it as we're talking about maybe an 18 game streak getting extended. He's like, he's still 30 away from even getting into a conversation of, <laughs> of something serious because of how much of a hockey nerd he is. So he's, he's been pretty laid back with it. The point streak obviously is the headline tonight and it's going to be. For sure. And uh, it's some pretty wild games there. I should back up a little bit. The featured game on NHL Network on Sunday was the Wild and the Stars, where every shot the Wild took went in. I don't really want to go back because I know you're looking forward to tonight, but there's been some great hockey in Dallas this year is my point. It's it's kind of a microcosm for how the league has gone, right? You know, we're, we're seeing comebacks left and right. And, uh, you know, Brent Severn, my co-host, he and I joked on the show, on our, on our post-game show, you know, the, the, the most dangerous lead in hockey clearly is the four-goal lead now with the way things have gone in the NHL this season. They, the Stars have done this a couple of times, and I think for us here in Dallas, we, we haven't become too romantic, or at least I haven't become too romantic about it, because this is the same roster that couldn't score a goal to save their lives at times over the last three or four seasons. So you look at Peter DeBoer coming in and this new style of play, and it's like, okay, clearly there is some improvement, and this is pretty remarkable what they've been able to do offensively on the ice. But we haven't, I have not fully accepted that this is 100% the Dallas Stars yet, even though they continue to do it and prove everybody wrong. So who knows what will happen, but we are certainly having fun watching this team down here in Dallas right now. Yeah, well, as am I, watching it from <laughs> South Florida. What's DeBoer saying about the opponent tonight, the Toronto Maple Leafs? Well, he's a head coach in the NHL, so very cliche and very respectful, obviously. No, he he recognizes that the, the, the Maple Leafs have been playing fantastic hockey as of late, you know, especially their last 10, 12 games, whatever it's been. You know, everything seems to have gotten better. And obviously, Marner's point streak is a big factor in that with what he's been able to do. But the stars have already seen the Toronto Maple Leafs once in Toronto and they lost that game in overtime. And for a team like Dallas, that was a first round playoff team a year ago, they certainly have belief that they can be a cup contender, want to be a cup contender. I think you look at the Maple Leafs and that's a measuring stick team. When you play to a Toronto or a Tampa Boston this year, obviously, these are measuring stick games, whether players and coaches want to recognize that or not. You want to see how you stack up against a team like Toronto, given the talent and the expectations they have because of what, how close they came last year to beating the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning in that great series. So it, it's, it's been all respect, obviously, with, uh, with Peter DeBoer and, and the Maple Leafs and what they've done recently. The, uh, kind of funny Jason Robertson taking on his brother Nick Robertson somehow became the secondary headline because of the point streaks so there's there's a lot to enjoy out of this game tonight whether you're a pure hockey fan whether you like the storylines whether you like the romantics uh, the romantics about it uh, there's a lot here that we're looking forward to 
Well, it's a game day, and I know you're busy, and I'm so happy that you could fit us in. I'm just going to leave. You're very popular with our viewers. I tell you that every time, Brian. I'm going to read you some here from Allie. She's our Bring it on. Canada. I think you probably know her, Allie, because I've seen her tweeting at you. She says, the best broadcaster slash analyst and suits in the NHL. Brian's suit game is unmatched. So hang on to that for a second. Uh, Randy from Winnipeg says, Dallas might have the best young line slash old line in the NHL. Caesar says the 2019 draft class for Dallas was insane. Get those scouts a raise. Where do you get your suits, Brian? What's the story? You got to tell me. I, uh, well, I, I don't have a sponsorship or anything like that, but no, I, I am a suit guy. I do enjoy just, you know, the outfits and getting to wear them on air. You know, there's not a bunch of formal events other than our hockey games that I get to to dress up for, but I am a, <laughs> I'm a Hugo Boss outlet guy. Why pay full price when you can go to the outlet? And, and, and their suits happen to fit me almost uh, perfectly off the rack. So, and Derek Hulak is somebody who knows what I'm talking about because in the minor leagues, we used to go on a uh, shopping raid to a Hugo Boss outlet in Ontario, California because the assistant coach had a hookup with the manager. So that's kind of where it started. And I, I just have fun with it on social media. Why not? Okay, well, I'm glad I asked. Obviously, they didn't have a Hugo Boss in that wonderful outlet mall that's on the way out of Austin on the way to San Antonio. You know the one that I mean, right by San Marcos, Texas there. Obviously, there's not a Hugo Boss. Yeah. Is there one in that mall? I don't think so. Must not be. You know what? I I don't know if there is or not. I never really... It was too far of a drive, honestly, when you're you're going on the day-to-day grind of a 76-game minor league season. I just... If I had a day off, I wanted to spend it at home catching up on Netflix, not driving out to an outlet somewhere. So I would just I would just take advantage when we were out in Ontario, California. Why not? All right, Brian. Uh, and lastly, do they call you Razor, or is there only room for one Razor in that town? I'm sorry. I just got a million things for you. Last one. Do they call you Razor? No, absolutely not. There, there is one Razor. His name is Daryl Ray. He's been doing this for almost 30 years down here, and yeah. uh, you certainly respect what he has done. So uh, I have no problem just being Brian or Brian Ray or B Ray or I've been called worse outside of all of that. So I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm happy with whatever whatever people want to throw at me, man. All right, as always, thanks for the time, Brian. Have a good uh, have a good broadcast tonight. Great to hear from you guys. Happy holidays as well. If I don't hear from you then, same to you. Merry Christmas. Absolutely. We'll be right back with overtime and put a bow on all of this. The always fun segment with the Moose. After this break, it's the RP Show on Game Plus TV. We're live streaming on YouTube daily and on the radio in your southern home of sports and talk WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, it is overtime. And the Moose will be with us in a second. But first, I want to tell you a sports update. A couple things going down today. We've mentioned it a few times. Curling's biggest national championship 
We'll get a warm Saskatchewan welcome when the 2024 Briar, presented by AGI, is staged in Regina. The event will take place March 1st to the 10th, 2024 at the Brand Centre. It was announced today by Curling Canada. And from the CFL, one of the BC Lions' all-time greatest players is hanging up the cleats. Receiver Brian Burnham announced his retirement this morning after a remarkable eight-year career with the franchise. Four-time All-Canadian, five-time West Division All-Star, 2019 team finalist for MVP. He is a Tulsa product. So congrats on a fine career, Ryan Burnham. And the sports update is brought to you by Kinsman Telemiracle 47. Their online raffle is live now. Go to telemiracle5050.com. We're starting to get into the crunch time. We've got a long ways to go to hit the target. And I know you're last-minute people, but don't crash their websites. Do it now. Telemiracle5050.com. Proceeds going to the Kinsman Foundation in Saskatchewan, making people's lives better every day. As we bring the Moose back in, overtime is for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Football League. And uh, another fun day, Moose, a lot of fun interaction. It's sports talk with a twist, as our guy Kevin the Medium uh, said. I, I like that. What did we learn today? That's not immediately jumping to mind for me. Well, we learned a little bit. We learned that, you know, Pomo going back into Florida or back to Winnipeg will be fun tonight. So that's going to be, that's going to be awesome. Um, looking forward to that one tonight. Um, we learned that we've never seen two streaks like Mitch Marner and, and Nick Robertson going head to, not Nick Robertson, uh, going head to head in Dallas. Jason Robertson, yes. Jason, Jason Robertson. Robertson. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we've never seen streaks like that, that new things can happen in the National Hockey League, that there's always something new happening and it's not just regurgitating the old stuff. I think that's my biggest takeaway today. Uh, By the way, Ryan O'Radio checking in from Georgia. He says, another great show, RP and Moose. Ryan, we'll have to... uh We'll have to chat. We're starting to get a lot of text messages come in here. I love it on the 902 line from Georgia listeners, and they are, they're into what we're talking about. Obviously, the NFL stuff, but they like the hockey stuff, the Connor Bedard stuff. It's just wild to me. Now, apologies to the radio listeners, but I got to say this. I got the Florida Panthers banner behind me. If I had to make a choice between the Miami Dolphins retro or the Panthers retro, could you pick one for me, Moose, or should I go down to the flag store and get something entirely different that covers more of the wall? How are we on the backdrop here for colors, okay? Because I'm not the visual guy. I've only said it 3,000 times. Forget about colors. I like the Panthers one. What are we? You, okay. you have sat here in the last couple of days and really defined what our show is all about. The Canadian Football League and the National Hockey League. So I think... You know, going by that direction, you know, that'll answer the question. It's the Florida Panthers. I mean, unless there was another National Hockey League banner you wanted to put on the wall. Yeah, but I meant the aesthetics because if it was up to me, I'd be sitting in front of that palm tree right there 40 yards away. But it's not up to me. So I just, whoops, I just, I want, and maybe the viewers can say, oh, yeah. Kevin, the medium, writes in and he says, a Canucks flag. It ain't happening, bucko. (laughs) <laughs> from John, John Ohm writes, Ohm says, I like the Panthers. Sorry, that's Allie in Texarkana. John Ohm says, fantastic show today. Actually, I'm glad you said it. And to be honest, there's a little microcosm of a bigger message to the world that's watching. And that is asking for help doesn't make you weak. I don't have all the answers. So 
Put it out there. And if people want the Florida Panthers, and frankly, I feel a little better. Now, I could probably go down to the flag store and get a newer, maybe brighter one or something. I don't know. But if you like this, we'll leave it. Um, But it was the Panthers that said to me, because I don't BS on this show, Rod, how can we help you? Rod, we checked you out. You're legit. You know, there's not enough people talking Panthers down here. We need more people like you down here. That's all come from the Florida Panthers. So why wouldn't we give them the love? You know, that's pretty cool when you Absolutely. think about it. It's really cool. Really, really cool. So I, I say more, more Panthers, more hockey. Let's go. Okay. From BW in Edmonton. He's written in a few comments here, and I got to uh, go back to find the RP show, the Seinfeld of sports talk. Everything about absolutely nothing. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's kind of what it is. That's kind of what it is. We just sit here and talk, but it's exactly what we wanted it to be. From 897 shows till now, it hasn't really changed for the most part. And the cool thing is, too, we've got now readers to rodpeterson.com that are coming in from all across Canada. There's a lot of comments that have come in on the Cody Fajardo situation, but it's not, people got to understand, it's not the local radio show anymore. I will, I refuse to sit here for hours every day and bang away on the Rough Riders problems or things that are going well for them, because that's not what the majority of people want to hear. So I just want to say that. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I didn't mind seeing the palm trees and sunshine rot. I know, but it ain't up to me, Wayne. So thanks for chiming in. But who the hell are we? Uh, Last minute of play in the RP show today. Kevin, the medium, likes that. The Seinfeld of sports talk. Well, we can't be everything. It was Kevin that came up with sports talk with a twist. Uh, So, yeah. Um, so your featured game is Stars Leafs tonight. Mine is clearly Panthers Jets. I'm excited. It's coming on at 8 p.m. Eastern, so I might probably get two periods in before I hit the sack. It's going to be a great night for hockey, Moose. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to talk about tomorrow? Um, 30 seconds. Any last words? Oh, I got I got I got Yes. Go. You got to vote now on YouTube. I guess I could tweet it now because we have not tweeted the poll. The Kraken versus the Canucks for the retro reverse. We need a winner. I'll tweet it because we're going off the air here uh, now. So, yeah, should be fun to see the winner. We'll see everybody tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus and WQE. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Hot. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. I like it. Right on. Let's go. LFG. Done deal. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.